Now don't, don't turn your faith off. Don't turn your worship off. Your expectancy off. You know, this church isn't about, okay, we do this for so many minutes and then we do this for so many minutes and then we do this. No, it's all worship. It's all worship. You're like, well, no, I just thought the music part was worship. No, that's, it's, it's all worship. Our life is our life to God. You come by showing up this morning was worship. You surrender because you could be a lot of other places this morning, but you chose to be in the house of God. Those watching by web, you could be watching anything else right now. But I'm, I'm telling you, when you choose to put God in a particular place, it's worship. When you choose to bring tithes and offerings to God, that's worship. When you choose to submit and surrender yourself under the word to open your heart and open your ears and open your, your, your understanding to receive the engrafted word that has the ability to save your soul, then, then what happens is that's worship. It's worship. It's worship. And everything we do, our life is a life of worship. Our life is a life of worship. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. I'm just going to just going to flow into just what we we are. We were in here just this this focusing on this name. You know, this year, our founding pastor, you know, our apostle of this house, Dr. Savell, is ministering in Milwaukee this morning. And and just thinking of the prophetic word that he gave us, that he he talked about how in a midst of disorder, in a midst of chaos, that if we would refuse to be shaken by it. That we would see the hand of God. We are going to see the hand of God. We're going to see the hand of God in our nation. We're going to see it in our family. How many people you can testify that you've experienced a lot of attacks recently? I mean, how many hands do I have? I got all my toes up, my fingers, my hands, my ears. You know, I had to grow, my ears were really big, I had to grow into them, but, uh, but I mean, I, I mean the, the whole aspect, you know, we, yeah, there's, there's a tax, but the things I refuse to be shaken by it because there is there that, that we're stepping into our greatest days we've ever experienced. And the enemy is out for your purpose, out for your destiny, out for your calling, is out for the church's purpose. He's out for our, he's out for the church's voice. He's out for your voice. He's out for what your hands are to do, where, where you're, where you're to walk, where you're to go. He's out for all that you are. The thing is, is we have to make a decision that we will refuse to be shaken by it because I'm making a determination that as for me and my family, we're going to see the hand of God in 2022. Amen. Amen. That's why it's so important to lay hold of the word and continue to li- listen to the word. We are destined as a church. This church was not started because the Savells needed something else to do. This church was established by a visitation of the Lord. There's hurting people. I want you to love them for me. You know, and it's interesting, you you can talk about love in different ways and love can meet needs, love can give, love can do things. But but one of the greatest things I've heard Dr. Savell preach um, is there's a time when the disciples were were with Jesus and they looked at a group of people and and it said they had need. And and the first thing he did is, is he preached the word. He preached the word. See, a lot of times we can go in and we can just meet a natural need. But when you, when we we deposit the word as a person into someone else's life, that's love. Yeah, yeah, meet a need. Yeah, let our, let our, let our love have not just be words, but let it also have deeds. Yes. But Jesus, when he had compassion, it said he ministered the word to them. Because the word has the ability to affect every area of our lives. I don't know about you, but, but for me, the word of God has changed me from the inside out and it's continued to change me. So that's why we're here as a church. And that's why, the, the, why I believe that, that, that we're going to continue to grow and become bigger and bigger and bigger. And as we move into our new facility, that, that we are going to be changing our entire community with the love of God, which will be with the acts of Jesus and the word. Amen. 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 That's why the word is so important. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about how getting, what Dr. Zell shared with us about getting back to the basics. Because you can't let go of the basics. You, you've got to have the basics. And a couple of weeks ago, I talked about how we have to build our lives upon the cornerstone. 
Number, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and I will be glad in it. Why can, why is that day glad and why can I rejoice in it? Why? Because Jesus is the cornerstone. And then last week, if you have your Bibles, turn to Matthew 5. I'm sorry, Psalms 5. I've got like a lot of different directions we could go this morning. And so, but last week, Dr. Savell, remember the umbrella? Wasn't that, all, that wasn't that great revelation? I, I love the revelation of it because it was like, you know, the umbrella doesn't get rid of the storm. The storm's still there. So, so we have to understand that as Jesus is our foundation, he's the cornerstone that we build our lives upon. And it's because of him that we live under this umbrella of protection. And we, we live under this place of favor. That in the midst of chaos, in the midst of disorder, it, it, the, the umbrella doesn't get rid of the chaos of the disorder. But this favor, this grace, this ability that I have from God has the ability to cause me to get through the storm. It has the ability to cause me to get beyond the storm and go where God desires me to go. And so one of the scriptures he closed with, closed with in Matthew chapter 5. I'm sorry. <laughs> Psalms 5. Thank you. Just help a brother out here. <laughs> like I said, there's just a lot going in here. So uh, sometimes the Lord like, you know, <laughs> anyway. My heart is just whatever, just exactly what he once said. Amen. Amen. Matthew. (laughs) Drew, can you help me out, man? Uh, Maybe, maybe I need to go to Matthew five. Maybe that's the, maybe that's the issue. Well, Matthew five says, says, blessed are those that hunger and thirst after righteousness for they shall be filled. So maybe someone needed to hear Matthew chapter five, right? Amen. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall see God, right? Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 5. We are the salt of the earth. We are the light of the world. So we, amen. So Psalm 5. I love you, Valinda. So you know, I. If you're visiting, you're like, this sure is a weird church, man. They're talking to the pastor. That's right. I'd rather be weird than dead. That's for sure. So Psalms 5 verse 12. See, Super Bowl doesn't start until 530. So we got plenty of time. Amen. And the Cowboys and I'm not going to say their new name, uh, the commanders are not in there, so whatever that name is supposed to be. But I was like, what were they thinking? Who voted on that? But so, if you don't know and you're visiting, I, I've always been a Redskins fan. I grew up in Maryland, so so it's always a competition between the Cowboys and the Redskins, and I that's and they'll always be the Redskins to me. So so, so let's get to the word because the anointing just lifted. So um, <laughs> verse twelve, for you, O Lord, will bless. The righteous with favor, and you will surround him as with a shield. Woo! Hallelujah. He will bless the righteous with how many righteous people I have in the house. Amen. You, you might, you might, uh, you, you might have had a lot of religion in you growing up and you'd be like, well, they said no one's righteous. No, not one. Well, you need, you need to renew your mind to the fact that, that you've been made righteous through Jesus Christ. Amen. You've been made righteous through Jesus Christ. So according to this scripture here, the Lord will surround us with favor as a shield. Amen. Hallelujah. He will surround me like a shield. Hallelujah. Just hold your place there and just go back to chapter, uh, chapter three. Verse one says, Lord, how they have increased who trouble me. Many are they who rise up against me. Many are they who say to me, there's no help from him in God. Now think about that. Many are, see, many are trying to determine your outcome. The enemy is speaking to you about your outcome. 
He says many, it says, it says many are they who say to me, there's no help. The enemy wants you to think there's no help beyond where you are. The enemy wants you to be convinced that you are helpless, that you are worthless and that you are useless. Many are saying that. Maybe there, there could be even some, some natural people that have said negative things over you. you you'll never amount to anything. Your father was a loser and you'll be a loser. Many are saying certain things. The, the world is saying so many things. Many are saying there's no, there's a lot of people in the world that say, why would you go to church? What, what's, what's church going to do? That's no different than saying many are saying there's no help in God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, you know, I heard people say, oh, well, you just use Christianity as a crutch. <laughs> no, no, no. It's so much more than a crutch. It was my resurrection. Yes. It, it, was, it was everything to me. My Christianity isn't a, a crutch. It's something I'm just trying to get through life with. No, no. It, he, he is my sustainer. He is the one that causes me to rise above any storms. I, I'm not just hobbling through storms. No, I'm rising above the storms. Oh, my Christianity is so much more than, than, than a crutch. It's so much more than I'm leaning on something because I, I don't have intelligence or I don't have any other thing that the world would try to place on me. But the fact is, is I have everything I have is found in him. Paul was the educated of the educated. Pharisee of the Pharisees. Counting the law, he was blameless. A Roman, but yet a Jewish, a, 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 a Jewish man, but yet a Roman citizen that he had to buy, purchase. Took a lot of money to buy a Roman citizenship. But he said, but Paul said this, it's in him I live and move and have my being. That's Acts chapter 17. So, so they say, many are saying there's no help for him in God. The verse three says, but you, O Lord, are a shield for me. You're a shield for me. Can you say that with me? He's a shield for me. Say, he's a shield of favor for me. So he's a shield for me. Now it says my glory And the one who lifts up my head. Thank you, Father. But you, O Lord, are a shield for me. Mm. Now, actually, you could read the scripture this way. Because the word my glory is not necessarily the glory I get. It's talking about this word my glory is something that the psalmist is releasing. He's not talking about the my glory as something I'm receiving. Actually, he's saying, it actually says this, but you, O Lord, the one I choose to glorify. The Lord, the one I choose to glorify. You are a shield for me and you're the one who lifts up my head. That's what the, that's what the scripture is saying. You're my Lord. You're a shield for me and you're the one that I'm going to glorify. And then you're the one that's going to lift up my head. I cried to the Lord with my voice and he heard, heard me from his holy hill. Go back to Psalms 5. Thank you, Father. Now, you say, worthy is the name. Let's look at verse 11. But let all those who rejoice, who put their trust in you. But let all those rejoice who put their trust in you. Let them ever shout for joy because you defend them. Let all those, do you trust in him? Then rejoice. Well, some of them over here did. I mean, I, I, let all those rejoice who put their trust in you. Is your trust in the Lord this morning? Rejoice in him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I rejoice in you. So let them ever shout for joy 
because you defend them. So not only do those that trust in him rejoice, but the ones that trust in him also ever shout for joy. Can you shout for joy this morning? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Now, why, why? Tell me, why would the ones that trust in him shout for joy? Why? Because, because you defend them. Now, this word defend means you spread protection over them. This word defend means you shelter them. You're a shield about me. Hallelujah. See, I, I, there was a, Creflo Dollar did a book years ago. I'm going to say it was in the uh, late 90s. It was, he called, it was called Trouble Your Trouble. <laughs> trouble Your Trouble. You know, and the thing is, is when we have trouble... What we have to understand is as I shout and as I praise the Lord, what happens is the defender, the one, the defender is shielding me. The defender is surrounding about me. The defender is, is, is encompassing me like a shield. That's a whole nother message. Let's keep reading. Now listen to this. Let those, let those also who love your name. Be joyful in you. Let those who love your name be joyful in you. Now, now it says four. Four could also be because. Because you will bless the righteous with favor and surround him as a shield. For two weeks now, this, this phrase here, let those who love your name. Let those who love your name be joyful in you. That just soak in for a moment. You know, the, the whole idea that he surrounds us with favor. But you have to understand, what does he say before that? Let those who love your name Thank you, Suri. Appreciate that. <laughs> those that love his name. Love. What? Love. Let those that love his name. Let those who love his name be joyful. Let those that love his name be joyful. Love. Love. This is, this is affection. This is, this is adoration. This is... This is love. Love is to show honor towards something. Love is, is, is giving it position. It's giving its place. It's, it's giving its priority. It's, it's, it's showing love. In order for love to be love, it has to, it has to show something. There's my life. My wife doesn't just want me to say, I love her. She's like, show me the money. And, and my wife is not like, not, I'm not talking about that money. She just wants to see something. But. I have to make my wife go buy clothes. She's just, she's, I mean, I'm like, she's like, I'm good. I'm good. She's very practical. And I appreciate that about her and and all those things about her. But, but the thing is, is, is it's like this, it's love. it, It has actions to it. So let those that love your name, do you love his name? Adore his name. The, the aspect of love denotes a response. It denotes time. It denotes treasure. It denotes pursuit. Have a great affection. Now, the, the name. Now, and I said this in the transition of worship sometime when I talked about the name is not just the letters. I, I, I didn't, I, when, when I married Annette, I didn't, didn't say, you know what, I'm looking for someone with the name A-N-N-E-T-T-E. No, I'm in love with the person. I, I'm in love with the person. It's not now here. Thank you. Sometimes we have an eye. We have an eye. Hmm. It's kind of rabbit trail, maybe. We have an idea of love. We have an idea of how we want to be loved. But this understanding and, and, and people have an idea about God. But there's a difference between having an idea 
than having knowledge. It's like, it's like the difference between, it's like science. You have science and there's, you have a theory, but for somehow a theory is someone's idea about how something works. But yet for some reason, we in society hold on to theories that aren't based in fact, instead of having things that are based in true knowledge. Like evolution is a theory. Actually, it's a belief. It's, it's what someone chooses to believe because they refuse to believe in creation. So it's the same thing with love. The love it's, it's not, I just don't want to have an idea of a person that I, I would want to marry. I, I want to know the person I'm married to. This, this idea of love is something that, that I show and it's this name, this love, the name, this name, it's, it's not just loving the idea of God or loving the idea of marriage or loving the idea of a relationship, but it's going all in to that, those relationships. It's totally surrendering all that you are to the person that you're connected to. Going all in. Love the name. It's not just saying, it's not just saying, okay, I love the name Jaira. No, it's being acquainted with the provider. It's being acquainted with the person. It's being acquainted with who he is, not just an idea of what he can do. But it's being intimately acquainted with his person. Being intimately acquainted with his word. Now, when I say a name, you may have images or revelation of that person. So if I, there's names, when I say a name, there's, there's, there's images that you may see. There may be an experience that you might be aware of. There's something that is attached to the person's um, character or something that's, you know, if I say the name Martin Luther King. Then what happens? You're not you're not just hearing words. But everyone that's seen a picture of him or 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 listened to speeches of him, I've got I've got a speech, a speech, his speech on my wall in my office at home. And, and, and so, so it's not just something that, that I, um, that I, I just know the name, but, but now I have some, I have some experience. I have some, I have some information. I've got some understanding of who that person is. It's the same thing. If I say the name Michael Jordan, I mean, some of you may get an idea or some of you might have, you know, that, that logo that's on Air Jordans, you know. <laughs> you know, if, I mean, you, you were born in the eighties and, and, and you saw the first karate kid, the image you might be get like, might be get like that. You know, you're going to, you're going to get an image on the inside of you. If, if I say the name Hitler, you're going to get, you're going to get a certain image. You're going to get, they're going to get something about their life. You're going to get something about who they are. If I say Michael Jackson, depending how old you are, you might think of the little boy in Jackson five, A, B, C, oh, one, two, three. Or you're in the eighties. <laughs> no, that'd be the nineties. He was the, he was the lighter one. <laughs> you know, it's like, do, 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 do. you know, it's like, thrilling. you know, <laughs> I mean, you're going to, you're going to get all sorts of images and all sorts of things on the inside of, of, of when you hear these names, you know? And, and so, you know, I was thinking, uh, this is, you know, Batman, you know, if you think of Batman, it's like, well, which one, you know, you, if you were born, you know, earlier and, you know, I watched reruns, you know, in the, in the eighties and, you know, you had Adam West, you know, they had the pow, you know, <laughs> Holy Bible, Batman, you know, you, you had that one, but then, then you have, you know, is it the George Clooney one? Is it the Michael Keaton one? Is it the, 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 you know, uh, Christian Bale, I'm Batman. You know, if you have that one. I mean, you have a number of things. So, so there's all these images that come into your heart when you hear a name. 
Because a name isn't just words. Names are a person. And it's being acquainted with the person. So if I say Jehovah, what image do you get? Maybe you don't get an image. Maybe you grew up with an idea. And if I say Adonai, which could mean master or could say father. And maybe because you maybe you didn't have a good father growing up. Maybe you don't have a good image of the name father. It can it can go in a lot of different directions. Love the name. Love the name. Let's go to chapter eight of Psalms. Not of Matthew, but Psalms. It's encountering the person. So let those who love your name be joyful. Those that love the name, those that are acquainted with his person, his character, his nature. Don't, don't, don't just go through life with having a, just some sort of distorted, distorted idea about God. Don't let religion paint a distorted world. Is he, is he trying to get me? Is he trying to put me through something? Is, is he put sickness on you? Is he the one that took your, your loved one? What, you know, the, the, the enemy can put so, so, so many ideas or, you know, in our head about our Heavenly Father. And you can have a negative perception. You know, it goes, it goes, goes that. You know, I'm naming a lot of those different names. But you know what? You you may have an idea about them, but do you know them personally? I mean, we've seen the news, the media can portray and paint so many pictures about someone to where you almost have animosity towards them, but yet you don't know them personally. I've heard people talk about Brother Copeland, Dr. Savell, or Roberts, and, and I'm like, you don't know them. You don't know them. Well, I, I, I've seen this and I've seen that. We have a world today. They're so fixated on trying to hear something that will then confirm their beliefs instead of hearing something that will shape their beliefs. This is about loving God. This is getting to know God. His person, his character, his nature, his qualities, his abilities. Psalms 8 verse 1 says, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. Now listen to that. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent, how excellent is your name. How excellent is your name in all the earth, in all the earth. How excellent is it in all the earth? So the, here it is. It's, it's, it's letting us know that there's nothing in the earth that's more excellent than it, Richard. Amen. Our Lord, our Lord, O Lord, our Lord. Now, O Lord, this word Lord here in my Bible, it's a capital L. A little bit smaller, it's a capital O, a capital R, and a capital D. So anytime you see it in your Bible, it's referring to Jehovah. So you know it's talking about, it's talking about um, the great I am. And I could go on of who Jehovah is. But, but here he, he says, O Lord, and the next Lord is capital L with the lowercase O, R, and D. And that means, that means Adonai. So anytime you see that in, in, in Scripture, it means it's referring to Adonai, which could mean master. Father, depending on, on, on the context that it's in. So he is saying, O Jehovah, our Adonai. So this is, this is just a term of submission and saying, Jehovah, the one that can do anything, the one that's ever loving, ever living, and whom nothing is impossible. So he's talking about his, he's talking about his ability. He's talking about what he, can, what, what he can do. He's also talking about his willingness and what he will do. And then he breaks it down to our Lord. Now he's saying, it's personal, it's for me. Yes. And he is saying, how excellent is your name in all the earth. Excellent. The word excellence here means worthy. The word excellent means, 
It means uh, worthy. It means famous. It means glorious. It means majestic. What is majestic? It's showing impressive beauty or strength. How excellent is your name? See, whatever you might be facing and whatever you're going through, I'm telling you, his name is higher than. His name is more than. His name is greater than. There's nothing that compares to it. It's more excellent. It's more famous. It doesn't matter who you might, who you might stand up against it or what you stand against it or what doctor's report you might have or what your checkbook might look like. It doesn't matter what name you might stand up against. His name is more excellent. His name is more worthy. His name is more famous. His name is more glorious. His name is more, more majestic. His name shows, his name reveals and shows impressive beauty and strength. How excellent is his name in all the earth. So what are we seeing so far? Those that love his name should be joyful in him. Do you love his name this morning? Yeah. Hallelujah. Do you love his name this morning? Yeah. Just lift your hands and just say, I love your name, Lord. I love your name, Lord. I'll just say, say how, how excellent is your name in all the earth? Worthy is your name. Majestic is your name. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Go to Proverbs chapter 18. Well, I'm not going to get all these notes out this morning, so. There's always next week, so. Hmm. Proverbs 18. So we talked about those that love thy name be joyful in him. Then we talked about how excellent is that name. And we're talking about his character, his nature, his person, his qualities, his his abilities. Verse 10 says, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. Hallelujah. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. Hallelujah. You see, this place of favor. So, so how do I come to a place where his favor surrounds about me as a shield? How do I get to a place where when the storms are coming against me, I have to understand where it says the name of the Lord is a strong tower. A strong tower. It's a place of safety. Now, this is another definition in the Hebrew. It means a place that is inaccessible to the enemy. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. (laughs) Joseph, the name of the Lord is inaccessible to the enemy. Inaccessible. The name of the Lord is a strong tower, mighty tower, mighty tower. The name, the person, the character, the power, the ability of his name is like a strong tower. Was it? And the righteous run into it. The righteous run into it. The righteous run, the righteous run into it. Running into it is a choice. The name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous run into it and they are what? Safe. The righteous run into it and they're inaccessible to the enemy. Running is a choice. Running into is a choice. It's saying, I believe it's saying this is where I choose to abide and this is where I choose to dwell. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. Hallelujah. Mm. Just hold your place there. Let's go to Second uh, Samuel. Second Samuel. 22. Then da- David, this is verse 1. Then David spoke to the Lord the words of this song on the day... 
when the Lord had delivered him from the hand of all his enemies and from the hand of Saul. And he said, the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, the God of my strength in whom I will trust my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold and my refuge, my savior. You saved me from violence. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from mine enemies. Hallelujah. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. And the righteous run into it. The name. The name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous run into it. Thank you, Father. Let's go to Psalms 91. Hallelujah. Psalms 91. Thank you, Father. So the name. Love thy name. How excellent is thy name. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. Let's look at verse 1. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. See, in the midst of chaos, in the midst of disorder, in the midst of confusion says, if we refuse to be shaken by it, we will see the hand of the Lord. And we just saw how the name of the Lord's a strong tower. And I run into what I, I run into him. I run into his person. I run into all that he is. I run to his word. I run to his character. I run to his nature. I run to his person. And he he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. See, this is a place that in the world that we're living in, where you and I need to be in this place. Because there's so many things that are going to come and try to move us off of his nature, off of his character, and off of his person. He who dwells, you could say he who remains in the secret place of the Most High, shall abide. The word abide means to sit down. He who remains in the secret place of the Most High shall sit down under the shadow or sit in the presence of him whom nothing is impossible. He who lives in the secret place of the most high shall sit down. Get a picture of this. He who dwells, he who lives in the secret place of the most high shall sit down. Under the shadow, under the presence of the Almighty, in whom nothing is impossible. I will say of the Lord. You could say, I would say of the name. But if you don't know who he is, you won't know what to say. I will say of the Lord that he is my refuge or he is my strong tower. I will say of the Lord that he's my refuge and it's in him I will trust. Abiding under the shadow of the almighty, the name. Man, there's so much I could talk about this morning about the name. But just a couple more scriptures. Go to Psalms 9. Even got to the New Testament scripture yet, so we to save those. Thank you, Father. Psalms nine. Psalms nine, verse nine. 
The Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. So what in, in times of chaos and in times of disorder? The Lord will be a refuge for the oppressed. The Lord will be a refuge for those that are experiencing chaos or disorder. A refuge in times of trouble. Now listen to this. And those who know your name. See, know is not having an idea of. Know is having personal experience. Those that know your name. Those that have an intimate encounter with you. Those that know your name. I've encountered Annette Bridges. I know Annette Bridges. Now, I might have an idea about Charlene, but I know Annette Bridges. You might have an idea about God, but the thing is, is in in the, the, why we've been given this word in our society, we need to know God more than anything else. We need to be settled in him more than anything else. We need to be established in him more than anything else. Because as those that know, those that know your name will put their trust in you. You see, if you don't know him, you won't totally trust him. See, there's a difference between belief and trust. And I'll, I'll start to close with this. There's a difference between belief and trust. Thank you, Father. Aaron, can I have your chair, please? This is a simple illustration. The difference between belief and trust. There's a lot of people believe God exists. You ask people on the, on the, on the street, they say they, they believe a God exists. Let me ask a question. How many people believe that this is a chair? You believe, thank you, thank you, Lindsay. I, <laughs> kindergarten here. Maybe it even start a little sooner than that. Preschool. This is a chair. See, belief is, I believe that this is a chair, Jose. The difference is, is I trust that it can hold me. You see, there's a difference. There's a lot of people that believe God exists, but they don't trust him. Because they don't know him. You won't trust what you don't know. Our world today is there is no, no one trusts anyone. You don't know what to believe. You don't know what's true. You don't know what's... There's so many things. And, 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 and the thing is, when you don't know what to do, you don't do anything. Yeah, it's good. And the enemy wants to get the world to a place where people can't trust anything. But as the church, there's one thing we trust in. Those that know his character. His nature. I'm telling you here at Heritage, you're going you're gonna to get to know Him. Amen. His Word, His person, who He is. How to overcome, how to win in life, how to be victorious. Knowing what He says about your circumstance and your situation. Those that know His name put their trust Put their trust. Now, if this chair had only had three legs, you probably wouldn't unless it was a stool, I guess. But, but the point is, is, is will you sit down in the shadow of the Almighty? Trust Him. Those that know His name will do what put their trust in him. Don't put your trust in yourself. Other people. The world's economics. The world's way of doing things. The world's science.
Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Close with this. Acts chapter 4. Just trying to... Acts chapter 4. Go ahead and stand to your feet. Mm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. He is our chief cornerstone. We build our lives upon Jesus. And Acts chapter 4 verse 9 says, If we this day are judged for a good deed done to help to a helpless man, by what means he has been made well, let it be known to you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by him this man stands here before you whole. This is the stone or the cornerstone which was rejected by you builders, which has become the chief cornerstone. Now listen to this. Nor is there salvation in any other, for there's no other name under heaven given among men, given among men by which we must be saved. So we see here, he's the chief cornerstone, but he also see here, there is salvation in no other. There's no other cornerstone, there's no other foundation, and there's no other name. Nor is there salvation in any other, for there's no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Worthy is the name. Worthy is the name. Hallelujah, Danny. Worthy is the name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Worthy is the name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Worthy is the name. Thank Worthy is the name. Mm. Worthy is the name. I'm just going to obey the Holy Spirit this morning. It's in that name we trust this morning. Worthy is your name. Worthy is your name. Jesus, you deserve the praise. Worthy is your name. Thank you, Father. Worthy is your name. Jesus. Serve the praise. Worthy is your name. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. If I could have Thrive Group leaders come forward, and also Nikki and Pastor Phil and Diane, Joseph and Charlene, come forward as well. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father.
I just want to just while they, we continue to sing this, I don't know what you came in with this morning or what you might even be facing this week. But I want you to know that as leaders, as believers, as a church family, we believe in the reality of the name. When they lay hands on you or pray for you this morning, they're not just... The name of Jesus is not abracadabra. Sometimes Christians, we use in the name of Jesus. And we use it as almost like abracadabra. But when I say in the name of Jesus, I'm not saying a religious word. I'm releasing a person. I'm releasing the power of a person. I'm releasing the finished work of a person. That we believe that where two or three are gathered in his name, there he is. We believe is touching anything. Two or three agrees touching anything. It should be done by our father, which is in heaven. That if we should pray in the name, whatever we ask the father in his name would be done. So we're not just using a name, but no, we're releasing a person. We're releasing, we're trusting in the person. We're trusting in the name. So, so if you need prayer for anything, it could be financial. It could be healing. It could be wisdom. It could be direction, whatever it is. I want you to come forward real quick, real quick. Come forward. Don't hesitate. Maybe you need deliverance in something. Maybe there's some, some, some things that have attached itself to your life for far too long. Maybe you're being, you've been addicted to pornography or you've been addicted to certain things. Just come down and, and, and allow because it's in his name. There's an, it says if we call upon his name. If we call upon his name, it said we should be saved. We would be saved. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We praise you, Father. We glorify you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Dennis. Dennis. You pray for Michael right here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. I believe there's some more people that need to be here. Hallelujah. We worship you. Hallelujah. 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 Worthy is the name. Worthy is the name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just, just cut. Hallelujah. If you don't need to come forward, just lift your worship. Worship. Let's set an atmosphere for miracles. Hallelujah. Atmosphere for miracles. Father, I release the peace of God into every home. The peace of God is so in this place today. Thank you for just the peace of God. That your strength, Father, would be our strength. Hallelujah. Let your peace, let your peace, his peace that passes like a river, his peace that passes all understanding, his peace. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Pastor Carla, did you have anything? You're good? Okay. Thank you. Pastor Phil, is there anything you have? Thank you, Father. Praise you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Mm-hmm. Worthy is your name. You know, throughout the service, there's just been something. The name is the presence. And when the presence comes, heaven has come. That phrase has just been going through my heart of those thoughts throughout the service that the name is the presence. And when his presence comes, heaven comes. And church, so often we sit in church and we're in a routine. We don't really have an expectation of the presence. And what the presence will mean for our lives. If we open our hearts unreservedly to the presence. Because you may have come with the thought 
God, you've just got to do this for me. But see, when you're open to the presence, he can do things for you. You have no idea you have need of. Right. Church, so often we think we know what we need. But the truth of the matter is, I think, Pastor, most of the time, we have no idea (laughs) what we need. Because what we need is an inner heart work. God, I need you to heal my leg. Well, Maybe the greater thing you need is an inner heart work. But we're set on our leg instead of being set on the presence, inviting the presence of God. So, Pastor Justin, I was standing over there, and when we invite the name, it's the presence that we're inviting. And when his presence comes, heaven has come. Church, we've not been open enough to the name. Yeah. That means we've not been open enough to the presence, which means we're we're denying heaven, heavenly possibilities in our lives. So would you just lift your hands before God? Thank you. Father, I, I trust you're enlarging us right now. In the understanding of what your name means when we receive your name, we are receiving your presence. And when we receive your presence, we're receiving heaven, heaven into our very midst, heaven into our hearts. And so, Father, may there be a shift in our expectations of the name and what that name can mean to our hearts and to our inner man and to our value system. Father, we've not valued the name as you would have us value the name. May the Holy Spirit Transform the value system in this church. Thank you, Father. Thank that you. we value that name. Yes, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We Above pray. all, we value that name. And above all, we value that presence that we would not permit anything in our lives to grieve that presence. Father, we just repent before heaven that we've grieved ever your presence. We don't want the appearance of being Christians. We actually want your presence As Christians. Thank you, Father. Yes, Lord. Father, we just open our hearts to this deeper work. Thank you, Father. Of the value of the name. Yes, Lord. Bless you, Father. We bless you today. We thank you for the name of Jesus. Above every name that is named, we value, we esteem, we exalt, we worship the name of Jesus. And we thank you for it. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Oh. It's in his presence that there is fullness of joy. Thank you, Father. Joy unspeakable. Amen. And full of glory. Hallelujah. Thank Hallelujah. you, Father. Just lift your hands Thank you, and worship Hallelujah. the we King of you, kings and the Lord of all. 
Thank, Thank you, Father. Lord. Thank, Thank you, Father. You, Lord. Mm. Fullness of joy. Thank you, Father. Fullness of joy. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.